Life, life happens with Pimelo Motine. Thank you so much for staying with us. So the uh, Steve Biko lecture is going to be happening this coming Saturday. And obviously because of COVID-19, it'll be a virtual lecture. Ngosinati Biko, the founder and executive trustee of the Steve Biko Foundation, joins <coughs> us on the line. Good afternoon and thank you so much for joining us, Ngosinati. Good afternoon, Pimelo. Thank you for inviting us. Oh my goodness, it will be the 20th. The 20th lecture. Wow. Congratulations. Well, thank you. It uh, feels like only yesterday yes. that uh, it all started with uh, Professor Njabulo Ndebele on a very cold evening in Cape Town in the year 2000. Mm. Um, but yes, it has been 20 years. So, so who was going to be delivering the lecture this year? So this year we have asked uh, Reverend uh, Al mm. Shapton to give the memorial lecture. Mm. And so it happens, as you say, this coming Saturday. Uh, it will happen virtually because of the lockdown. And uh, hopefully at some point later, he can also join us in South Africa. You know, I mean, I was asking you uh, deliberately because I wanted you to say that because I couldn't, I held my breath for a minute <laughs> when I saw that it was him because so much is happening, so much that I think connects us to the Americans at the moment. Um has he shared what he's going to say with you? Well, you know, you would be surprised. Half the time, I don't even know, <laughs> two minutes before the lecture, what the speaker is going to say. I suppose our duty is to avail a stage and to hmm. initiate a conversation. Um, but uh, he is, of course, uh, somebody that has been extremely prominent, uh, at least on one of the themes uh, that carry us this year. Uh, the issue of uh, racism and brutality against the black body. And uh, this is something he's done for many, many, many years. You know, it's, it's, it's quite a thing because this obviously marks the 43rd commemoration of your father's uh, murder in detention. And, and that conversation right now, as you said, you know, with, um, you know, juxtapose that to what is happening in America. And I suppose in many, many ways also just what is happening to the African body um, globally. Indeed. And, and first of all, it's not just happening in America, as you yes. will know. We have our own very local issues. Mm. We just uh, buried a young man in Cape Town, uh, in Johannesburg, rather, who was shot by policemen mm. who could not have been a threat to any police. Uh, earlier in the year, it was yet another young man, Collins Koza, in that particular mm. case. Mm. And before that, Marikana, Andres Tatan, and, and, and others. There's a sense in which it would appear the lack of accountability for what happened to many of our fellow citizens, including Steve Biko, historically. Uh, the lack of accountability has given nourishment, it would appear, to contemporary tendencies of, of the same kind. And so we are connected more than just about the experiences mm. in the U.S. Mm. I think we can point to our own very local experiences that echo those of, of Floyd and, and, and others. And so it would be wonderful to uh, have the conversation localized yeah. by somebody that has carried it uh, very well in the U.S. I mean, you, I said I congratulated you on 20 years of doing this. And one wonders in the work that you do and in how close you are to the ground, how you sometimes feel, because I personally sometimes feel that we take 10 steps back and 15 back. 
uh, forward and then 15 back in, yeah. our, in our lived experience. And, and I just want to reflect on that because when you think of 43 years on since your father's murder, I sometimes feel like so little has changed. Yes, uh, a lot has changed, uh, but a whole lot more seems to remain the same. Mm. I uh, contributed to uh, uh, one of the magazines uh, recently, and the argument I was making was that whereas Steve Biko taught us a new political language, uh, he, together with his colleagues in the 1970s, including self-definitions that are proud uh, you know, of, of, of self, if he woke up in 2020, he would wake up to yet a different set of political definitions. All of a sudden, we have accepted, again, being people of color, as if we have no, no shine, as if we have not defined ourselves uh, in South Africa. And so, uh, albeit 43 years, there are a lot of things that were bothering him that I think would continue to bother him were he to wake up. And so it's good to see young people being agents of change and taking to the streets and other forms of self-expression to try and move us forward once more. What else is, you know, uh, of major concern to you? A lot has happened in this country, as you said, that we've had to deal with a pandemic. We're still, dealing, we're still dealing with it. We're still dealing with unemployment, poverty and so on. These um, seem to be more pronounced now. How do you feel that we can all contribute to, to some of these issues in a, in a better way? So I think this year in particular, there are three uh, major themes that played out. Of course, the first and one that must be foregrounded is gender-based violence. Mm. And we should not decelerate uh, from ensuring that we advance the struggle of uh, women. And we have seen images that should be a shock to our system and that should not be playing out in our communities. The two others uh, appear to be divergent, yet they combine. So the first is COVID uh, and the ravaging effect it has had on on uh, our people. And then, of course, uh, the second one is uh, Black Lives Matter. Now, I think that one of the most uh, important things to do is as we reprogram our economies, not just in South Africa, but in Africa and the world over, we need to think seriously uh, post the uh, pandemic of how we mainstream the participation of a whole range of marginalized communities, including black South Africans in the South African economy. Why is it that uh, with a population, if you look at the broad definition of black, of somewhere in the order of 91%, that we are still talking from outside of the, the, the uh, uh, barriers of the economy. Uh, the participation of black people is so insignificant in the economy uh, that uh, it, it really doesn't speak well of our young democracy. And if there is one focus area, it should be that. We should stop knocking and asking for permission to be players in the South African economy. When in fact, and I argue in this piece, when in fact, when COVID removed us, all of us from the economy, when it removed the consumers, it showed how vulnerable and 
dependent the South African economy is mm. on the general public. Mm. Well, I look forward to, to the lecture. Tell me, Nkosnati, um, how do we join the lecture? How do we register to be part of the lecture? So uh, we have on the Steve Biko Foundation uh, website and our social media platforms the mechanism. It's run off uh, uh, the platform organized by UNISA, who are our co-hosts, mm-hmm. and you should be able to register on there. We are encouraging people, as many of them as possible, mm. to register so that we can also keep track of, of the participation. We are also in uh, conversation with... Uh, a number of our uh, uh, television stations yes. who will assist us with uh, with the broadcast. But we do invite the public to please at least visit www.sbf.org.za and do register and uh, participate. I'm going to, before I let you go, there is somebody that needs to, to just uh, say something to you. So let's allow the callers to come through. Romeo is calling us uh, and would like to just uh, say one or two things to you. He's calling from UK uh, from KZN. Good afternoon, Romeo. Thank you, sister, and uh, your guest. Uh, afternoon, and SFM listeners, how are you? We well. Thanks. Thanks for calling, Romeo. Thank you. I, I was very much, uh, I would say, the way your guest was... Um, is um, I mean, uh, narrating the whole issue of Africa, South Africa, and uh, that uh, we as blacks, we are still outside the economy, as actually 91, as he said. It is true. I tend to agree with him that uh, it is true. It is because of our forefathers. I don't know what had happened. I don't know. They could never, ever thought of that. We need to build our own empires here in Africa, which is why racism is kept on uh, affecting us, because we are taken as poor, and yet we are having everything that makes Europe to be shining and other all these people shining. I think the earlier the better for our generation to come, to start thinking about building our own empires here, manufacturing everything, and during that time, it is when we are going to be respected. It is when we are going to be seen as human, uh, highly respected in whatever, any quarter. As much as we kept only asking for begging from outside uh, to feed ourselves and to do everything uh, for ourselves, we kept only also and being undermined. So I tend to agree with your guest as much as what he is saying. And it's quite really touching, which is why we kept on being uh, undermined. Nkosnati, you want to comment on that? Yes, uh, th- thank you, Romeo. Um, I- indeed, I think we, we have that responsibility to build our institutions. Uh, but I think we should not, in saying so, uh, uh, imply that we have not been contributors to some of the very important institutions that have been built, particularly under the new South Africa. So, for instance, South Africa has no history of democracy. It had to lean on the liberation movements in their entirety for it to inherit a democratic infrastructure. So under the struggle, you would have had, for instance, right down to street committees and so forth, layers and layers of uh, democratic institutions that became extremely important in us giving uh, earthing to our current uh, democracy. What I think we need to be more proficient at uh, is to make our democracy work for us in between 
the years uh, in between the elections. Mm. We do tend mm. to defer in the way that we did in the past mm. to our liberators uh, in brackets and not being active citizens mm. in between. And we should uh, continue to hold them accountable. Mm. I mean, I couldn't have said it myself. I think this is exactly it. We we are very quick to to complain, point at the big people on television. Yet you wouldn't even be able to, call, to hold your own local councillor to account. So really, well said, then, Gosnati. Well, thank you. Uh, what time does the lecture begin, Gosnati? So uh, the lecture starts at about uh, half past five on Saturday. That's when uh, uh, you know the, the interaction uh, happens. But the main lecture itself will uh, probably be just before 6 that the speaker comes on. But it would uh, be advisable for people to be logged in uh, by half past five. Excellent news. Thank you so much for talking to us this afternoon, and we'll see you on Saturday. Thank you. Thank you very much for your support. Absolutely. Thank you to your Biko, the founder and executive trustee of the Steve Biko Foundation, and the 20th annual Steve Biko Memorial Lecture will be had this coming Saturday. It's going to start at 530 And uh, just go to all their social media platforms as well as UNISA to join the link there.